Well, good Saturday morning, everybody. It's the 18th of September. And my title today is The Great News of No Condemnation. Did you know that when we continue our battle against our sexual brokenness, one of the tools our enemy uses against us is our own feelings of condemnation. I hear this frequently on the emails that I receive from people all over the world. Condemnation, (laughs) it really sucks, right? So let's focus on that today and try to find some relief to this lying accusation and dreading its existence in our lives for the rest of our lives. Now, I can say to all of you who have placed your faith in Christ to be your Savior from the penalty of all your sins that there is no condemnation for you. I don't care what you think or feel that is the result of an ongoing addiction to porn and sex. If you have truly been born again, sealed by the Holy Spirit as our guarantee of our inheritance in heaven, you are eternally a member of God's family, and there is no condemnation from God towards you. So let's see this in the Bible. It's in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, which I would highly recommend you memorize this verse. It's short and easy. Quote, Therefore, there is now no condemnation at all for those who are in Christ Jesus. Now, this is a remarkable statement the Apostle Paul writes under the direction of the Holy Spirit. When he says, therefore, it means he's beginning to sum up the argument he's been making in the earlier chapters. And I'm sure you know this, but in the original Greek manuscripts, there was no chapter division between the last verse of chapter 7 and the first verse of chapter 8. That was put in later. Paul is summing up his argument from chapters 6 and 7. And with this once-and-for-all blanket statement, which is true for every believer, regardless of whether you believe it or not. But serious consequences are in store for those who do not believe that there is no condemnation, but want to believe that we're to maintain our salvation by being good and obedient and no longer sinning. Like, That set of people who are no longer sinning in statistics would be called the null set, meaning there is nobody in that set of people. Nobody, with the one exception of Jesus. So, no condemnation should be one of those ideas that lifts the weight and the burden we carry because of our continuing in sin lifting it off our shoulders. You see, the word condemnation literally means a damnatory sentence. Before we knew Christ, we were under the condemnation of our history, of our sins, our present sins, and our future sins. 
The wages of sin is death, we're told in Romans 6. And apart from the forgiveness of God offered to us because of the death of Jesus on the cross for the sins of the world, we would still be living under condemnation. But listen, we are no longer in that position. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And Hebrews 10 tells us this incredible message, and I quote from Hebrews 10, quote, But he, having offered, listen, one sacrifice for sins for, listen, for all time, sat down at the right hand of God. For by one offering he has, listen, perfected for all time, those who are being sanctified. And then verse 17 in that chapter adds this wonderful verse, quote, and their sins and their lawless deeds, I will remember no more. All sins, which includes all of my sins and all of your sins, past, present, and future, have been completely paid for. Were we guilty? Well, of course we were. Should we have to die for our sins with our own death? Yes, that would be just. Except for the reality that God loves us. And he's always loved you. And he will always love you. And therefore, we have this equation. All of my sins plus the death of Christ equals no condemnation. How many times do you pay for something if you pay for it all at the time of purchase? How many times? Just once, right? I mean, I went to Lowe's yesterday and I bought a toilet, paid for it on the spot, and so it is now mine and shall become a very important part of my house to be used multiple times a day. I do not go back to the store and offer them more money for it. I don't have to, because their price I paid once for all. And it's the same with Jesus. The price of our sins Jesus paid once for all. Okay, well, maybe that's a bad example, comparing the death of Christ for all our sins to me buying a commode, but I digress. God has stated that he will remember none of our sins. The debt for all of our sins was nailed to the cross, we're told in Colossians. The blood of Jesus has turned my scarlet sins as white as pure wool. He has separated us from our sins as far as the east is from the west and has promised to remember them no longer. Now, I need to point out something to those of you who use a King James Version of the Bible. That translation takes a phrase that is not supposed to be part of verse 1, but instead it's part of verse 4, which totally changes the meaning of verse 1. 
Here's what it says in the King James Version. There is therefore now no condemnation to those which are in Christ Jesus. Okay, that's correct. That's accurate. But then they add this. Who do not walk after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Now, in the very best and earliest manuscripts of the Greek New Testament that we have, Romans 8.1 ends with Christ Jesus. There is therefore now no condemnation who are in Christ Jesus, period. And the rest of what is in the King James Version in verse 1 actually belongs in verse 4. Now listen carefully, because this is important. If one accepts the King James Version of Romans 8.1, then our condemnation, indeed our entire salvation, becomes dependent upon us being able to walk in the Spirit. And that, my friends, destroys everything else in the New Testament that tells us we are saved by grace and not of works. And therefore, our salvation, instead of being eternal and unconditional, it becomes conditional on if we're able to walk in the Spirit or not. That destroys the gospel being a message of the grace and love of God. And we are able to always be, or if we are able to always be walking in the Spirit, which we are not. There is no condemnation for those of us in Christ, period. We are saved by grace, not of works. All of our sins have been forgiven. And the condemnation for our sins was paid for by Jesus on the cross. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcasts. I hope you have a good weekend. I'll talk again with you on Monday. God bless you and take care. And goodbye.